You are listening to the Evolution Exchange podcast, a platform we've created to bring the Nordic tech community together. My name is Charlotte Roberts and I'm your host. Uh, Of course, we're going to be discussing creating a centre of excellence around growing data teams. Um, So before we get started, if um, everyone would like to just do a quick introduction of themselves, that would be lovely. Um, So Jonas, if you want to go first. Yes, sure. Uh, My name is Jonas Blomqvist and I am uh, heading a department uh, within uh, Scandinavian Airlines uh, working with analytics and data. So I've been working at uh, SAS since 2019 now. And you can imagine that we have had a pretty interesting and tough period since then with the pandemic and everything related to that. But uh, it has also been very interesting from a data perspective. So my role is currently uh, that I'm running three different teams uh, working with uh, technology and development. And it's not only within data and analytics, but I'm also responsible for our integration platforms. And maybe a few things I can mention about what we're currently focusing on. Uh, it's it's uh, one thing is that we are uh, implementing a new enterprise data platform uh, based on Microsoft Azure technology. So this new platform will eventually replace uh, our old legacy platforms and of course also help us uh, to become even more data-driven within uh, within the organization. Uh, at the same time, it's also a lot of focus on uh, supporting the business community with self-service capabilities uh, with the help of Power BI. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Sounds yep. interesting. <laughs> Definitely sounds interesting. Thank you very much for that introduction. Um, Vineeth, if you'd like to go next, that'd be lovely. Yeah, thank you. Uh... Uh, it's a very similar world when I hear Jonas saying, and so it's pretty similar where we are in the journey. So I'm heading the Data Lake Engineering Unit in Swedbank. So in terms of our responsibility, me and my team and the unit, we are responsible for building the advanced analytics platform in the bank. So as a unit uh, within my department, we comprise of basically ML engineers, cloud developers, ETL developers, big data engineers, and also, like how Jonas referred, we are also in this uh, transformation, a pretty exciting phase of our journey where we're moving from our on-prem capabilities on this advanced analytics towards cloud. Uh, we are also in the transformation and using Microsoft Azure for this purpose. So it's a pretty interesting phase. Uh, of course, it comes with its own challenges, uh, which probably everybody understands as a bank and as a regulatory <laughs> function to move towards cloud. But I think uh, overall, it's been pretty exciting uh, in this period of time. Perfect. Lovely. Thank you very much for that introduction. Uh, Nick Lass, if you'd like to go next. Niklas Jonasson, I'm the CTO for Analytics and Data Management in Sweden at Theta Every. Uh, as a company, we are a leading digital services and software company with local presence and global capabilities. Uh, we have approximately 20,000 employees in around 20 countries. And as uh, analytics data management, we provide analytical strategies, roadmaps, uh, business transformation services to be data driven, supported by technical solutions and also insight to data. Perfect, lovely. Oh, thank you very much for that um, introduction. And last but certainly not least, Mikhail, if you'd like to go um, next with your introduction. Sure. Uh, I'm uh, Michael Oman, um, Danish, sitting in Denmark, uh, working in um, in Danske Bank, which is one of the, the largest banks in the in the Nordics. 
Um, been the bank for around seven years, and and currently I'm heading a and building a, a a COE that reminds me a lot of what Vinith talked about. Talked about. Uh, so uh, also focusing on on the data and science area, but on the data engineering part, the MLOps engineering, um, and we're also in the in the process of of um, of going to uh, to the public cloud. And I can see that Jonas and Vinith, you're you're talking a lot about Azure. Uh, where we are, yeah, we're among other also going to uh, AWS. So, so, so that's an interesting uh, journey, as you guys are also talking about. Um, and um, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff that is happening. Uh, I can see also everywhere else that is very similar to what I'm, I'm doing right now. Definitely. Oh, lovely. Thank you very much for that introduction. I think it's going to be definitely a good discussion with everybody and everybody's backgrounds that we've got involved today. Um, so I'll jump jump straight into the questions now. Um, so the first question is um, Jonas's question, and that is, what is the core responsibility of CV data team? So Jonas, if you'd like to give a bit of sort of background behind this question, then I'll let everybody uh, jump in. Yeah, the question and the idea behind the question is to maybe set the context a bit uh, for the discussions, uh, understanding a bit where 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 everyone comes from and and uh, how we work and how we have defined uh, uh, the responsibility of the data team, or the data and analytics team or center of excellence. Uh, we we have quite a few names and, and definitions uh, when it comes to this topic, I believe. So the the main reason behind the question is to to set the context. Perfect, lovely. So if, if Nicholas, if you'd like to go first. Yeah, I can start with my experience uh, and um, what we usually challenge a lot. And um, this is a hot topic in most of the businesses right now and uh, a little bit struggling as well. How, how should we set up an organization for a center of elections and data teams? How can we be data driven? How can we share data across the divisions, etc.? Uh, so should we have a physical team uh, providing data or, or should we have more of a virtual uh, center of excellence providing guidelines um, data ownership uh, or should we provide data as well? Uh, so that are some of the questions we have uh, and uh, of course everything depends. But it, it, it will be great to hear uh, the experience from all the people in this meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably I can. Uh take a stab. Uh, I think that's a pretty relevant uh, topic. And these days, I think it's very relevant across all the organizations. Probably just to bit more uh, draw and get your feedback also in terms of uh, the first question probably is uh, why do we need uh, probably a center of excellence, right? I mean, that's where the first uh, touch point reaches. And then we get into the details in terms of what the core responsibilities. I, I do hear this topic also in our enterprises and also in different places. And then it's it's in a misconception around this is that it's considered as another forum, like any other strategic steering forums which are there. And for my belief, I see that the biggest difference is that this is one of the organizations or a cross-functional body which kind of bridges the gap between what has been decided at executive leadership level and uh, what is actually happening on the operation operationalization level in terms of this is the organization body which kind of bridges this gap between what has been decided at strategic level and what is actually happening at an operation level so taking that into context i feel 
some of the core responsibilities of uh, the center of excellence is kind of uh, defining and evangelizing the whole governance and the best practices because that's where the data governance part or even from an analytics space perspective the tools and the technologies and all that so that there are common frameworks which are needed and whatever is required to kind of facilitate the value creation part of it so evangelizing it uh, having it together in terms of uh, uh, the best practices around this uh, whole uh, data centric or data driven approach in that sense. The another pointer which I see as responsibility is also improving the operationalization efficiency. Uh, as most of you would have seen in your organizations, the instant we have newer technologies or newer adaptations coming in, then uh, there are a lot of, uh, and we are all from bigger organizations. We also have silos popping up everywhere where they try to adapt those uh, technologies or the adapt those uh, domain areas. And this way, having a center of excellence brings all this together. So then there is a reach out point. There is a point for everybody to kind of reach out and uh, get a more common ground and probably a kickstart in their transformations because somebody might be ahead of this journey somebody might be just starting in this journey so rather than introducing silos i think this also helps in improving the operational efficiency by having a kind of center of excellence so one of the core responsibilities is to bring this uh, silos uh, together to have a more of a centric view around the data driven uh, approach in that sense and the last point from my side Another thing would be also in terms of supporting and guiding in building a competency center and a competency transformation. Because like we hear, I mean, and uh, what Mikhail and Yona said, I mean, with the cloud transformations or any other new technology transformations, right? It's also a completely new outlook in terms of what is the skill set we require. Now, that's not something that every unit or every organization might have, every unit within your enterprise organization might have a view at. So this is also helpful in terms of having a center of excellence, which can kind of guide, kind of uh, enable, and also support in terms of building up the needed uh, support structure that's uh, helpful in this uh, transformation or in this uh, execution of uh, uh, any kind of uh, business value and around it. I think if I were just to add a few things, um, I think if you look at what a, what, a, what a data center of excellence is doing, I think it's very correlated with the maturity of the organization. Yeah. And I think of the maturity of how they work with data. So I guess if you're a very small organization, not that mature in data, they're probably just doing an, some ETL, putting some, some Tableau on top of it or something like that, right? Doing a few deep dives. But if you're a big organization like the, the couple of banks we have here at SaaS and other, uh, other companies, you're probably also very deep into the technology and to the strategy, into ownership of data, what does that actually mean? There's probably some some transformation stuff towards public cloud and all these different things. So I think that's that it, it and that's a completely different data theory, right? Than 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 the the one where you're only having a, a couple of people sitting and, and doing a little bit of ETL. I think that's, from my perspective at least, it's very important just to to have that role and 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 the mandate to uh, create that more enterprise data roadmap, and that is also aligned, of course, with the with the different strategic initiatives within the company and organization. Uh, so so it's important to take that position as as a, as a central 
uh, organization that, that knows what's going on and knows where, what is needed and, and how to secure the future needs and capabilities. So creating that target architecture, the data roadmap, all of those things uh, are really, really important, I believe, if you, if you look at the center of excellence concept. And I think one of the biggest questions I think that, that, that we're having here is how do we make sure that the center of excellence does not become a bottleneck, right? Because yeah. the ever-growing demand for data, how do you solve that, right? Uh, we get more and more and more data and the appetite is bigger and bigger. And uh, so, so I think that's that's one of the biggest yeah, yeah, questions I think a lot of organizations has. Exactly, because I think uh, the challenge is not with the technology, right? I mean, the advancement of technology is pretty fast. What we see, and most of us, at least and at least on the banking side, I can say most of the challenges come around the enabling functions that's needed. Let's say around the compliance, let's say around the governance, let's say around the processes part of it, which is the challenge because they probably don't run at the same speed as the technology stack uh, for most of our organizations. And then we kind of need uh, center of excellence around the data teams in terms of setting up the governances, in terms of setting up the processes uh, and the frameworks which are required to match the technology stack. I think that's the bigger challenge uh, which most of us face. Yeah, I can uh, only agree. Uh, data governance is uh, something that we are, have been struggling with uh, and is still struggling with. You really need the top management attention and, and the power to, to get it implemented properly in, an, in a huge organization like uh, ours and, and, and like yours as well. Yeah, I agree as well, and also recognize all the challenges. Uh, and uh, as you say, this is a cross-functional uh, organization uh, in some way uh, that will keep things together. And also, as you mentioned, it's sometimes hard to to set what mandate should they have, how strong should they be, and should they have the possibility of stopping new initiatives, or should they work more as a supporting organizations for initiatives? That's a good question. I don't think anybody would like to have the initiative stopped, right? But to be honest, I think it could be a good idea sometimes, right? Because uh, the, that you could have initiatives that are a little bit rogue and that they'll create a lot of technical debt that either is just growing or needs to be cleaned up at some at some point. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where, where every, all companies are, right? Yeah, correct. And also from a data management perspective as well, how, how many copies of the data should we have and what happens um, when someone modifies the data and it starts meaning something else from the origin? Yeah. And that comes back to the data ownership, right? So um, we need to have that governance uh, set settled because I think everybody has seen the cartoon where, every, where, where there's a guy standing in front of a crowd saying, who wants clean data? And everybody raises their hand, right? And then say, oh, well, who wants to clean the data? And then just just dead silent, right? Uh, exactly. And <laughs> that's that's uh, completely. I think that will be a separate podcast in itself in terms of how that's yeah. dealt with. Because I think everybody has that challenge even today. In terms of, I mean, it's not the platform. Like I say, it's to secure the data, to source this, to have it, uh, uh, have the data quality management in place. That's a much bigger challenge. But even if we don't want to become like a bottleneck and uh, saying no to initiatives, et cetera, et cetera, it's still, I've, I believe, it, it, it's our responsibility to always look into the bigger picture and, and uh, 
find potential synergies, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, in within the different uh, initiatives uh, that are ongoing. Uh, and it's not as easy. It's easier to say it than, than do it and, and manage it uh, because it's it's not uh, it's not really straightforward to do that. But it's sometimes for sure needed because yeah. we, we are building technical depth and we are duplicating data and we we do have to align to different uh, regularities and, and and policies and and uh, legal aspects as well, minimizing data, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we always have to consider that as well. And it also um, requires lots of different uh, competences. So do we have these competences in, in one or two or three persons or should the team have uh, 15 or 20 persons? It, it will grow over time, uh, so, but must also be efficient. So I, I think that the guidelines, best practice, etc., will be very important, uh, but you also have to update them to be um, valid over time. It's easy to underestimate this work. Yeah. One thing that we are currently working with uh, when we talk about self-service and and, and uh, making the data available for self-service usage, et cetera, et cetera, is more trying to become that partner and uh, driver and, and supporting the business with the more technical skills needed and, and uh, helping them uh, on how you can build good solutions and how you can utilize data and how you can share data between different business departments, et cetera, et cetera. You know, having these lunch seminars, uh, trying to educate the super users out there uh, so they can help the end users uh, on our behalf, so to say. So that's something that we are trying to push quite a lot now because uh, we will never have the manpower, I believe, to to help out in each and every use case and, and each and every end user. So we need to train the trainer, so to say, from our perspective. I very much agree with that because I think that, again, coming back to the bottleneck, right? So is yeah. it your job to help everybody? Uh, so it's help. I think we're we're also having this hop and spoke um, yeah. operating model, right? With a central setting some guidelines and some frameworks and then having everybody out there uh, being able to help themselves. Um, and of course, you need some sort of maturity to able to set them free. Uh, uh, otherwise, it'll create a lot of uh, yeah technical depth again. Uh, but I think it, it, I think that is a scalable model. Uh, that's I'm a firm believer of that. Mm, I think uh, that's also coming to the other questions. Also, I mean, in terms of uh, yeah the challenges which we have in terms of how do we get the mandate uh, for setting up the center of excellence is right because most of you as you pointed out it's either a virtual entity or but i also feel that having a hub and spoke model kind of helps because you have more on a enterprise level uh, where you have some of the subject matter experts sitting but then every business unit needs to kind of have a bit of uh, uh, building block or a center of excellence on a smaller level uh, which can kind of be branched out and as a sub module act and support uh, because it's not possible in such large enterprises to have one kind of a group uh, with four or five people supporting an entire organization in terms of these transformations or in terms of any of these journeys. I think uh, I think that definitely leads on quite nicely to uh, to to our next question as well, which is Michael's question. Has anyone got any anything additional just to add to that just before I move on to the next question? 
Perfect. So, um, Michael, your sort of subtopic then is mandate of centre of excellence and aligning with the rest of the organisation. Um, so do you want to jump in and give a bit of background behind that and then I'll let everyone else jump in? Yeah, I think that we have we have touched a little bit upon it, right? Uh, but I think that I think it doesn't. It's not a specific data thing. It's whenever you have somebody doing something in an organisation, it's pretty important that everybody knows the mandate of that person or that team or department, right? So, so I think that is very, very important in order to actually ensure we have some some alignment and the expectations are aligned. So I think that, that the mandate question is probably the the uh, the most important thing uh, to 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 start with because data is so many things and it can mean so many things to so many different people. Uh, so if you're not clear and describing that, then you're probably gonna disappoint somebody somewhere in the organization. I think. Uh... And may, I'm, I'm would be very happy to hear on other experiences, but one of the ways to get the mandate out is that if these center of excellences around the data or any any other for that matter is derived out of the overall strategy. Uh, so let's say if from a data strategy perspective of the bank and then you derive out that, OK, the outcome of this also in terms of securing and uh, making those possible implications of the data strategy revolves around that you need a data center of excellence and that revolves around for any other thing that can help in getting a mandate because if it's set up on its own without uh, a clear vision or matching to something which is more at enterprise level it's always a challenge at least that is what i've seen because then it's run on its own for some time but then uh, yeah you don't get too much of an uh, authority to make changes, uh, and it always remains as a challenge uh, from that perspective. I think that, uh, yeah, so I was helped a little bit because um, I don't know, maybe for some of you that were that are looking into the Scandinavian news, um, we did a, a quite a, a big change in the bank. I think it was nine, ten months ago where we sort of um, adopted the Spotify model, if, if you guys know that. Where we set up some center of excellences and some tribes so i think we're around 20 22,000 people in the bank and sort of uh, the first of february i think it was 4,000 people that got a new job more or less right um so it was pretty i wasn't called a chaotic but it was very very planned but a very very big thing and where there we have these uh, series and tribes with a clear mandate of course all our leaders of the series and, and tribes have been planning this for, for quite some time um so so there that we were helped with actually getting a clear mandate um and that was sort of uh, done from from the yeah from the top down uh so we needed what kind of we, we knew what kind of blocks we needed were um so that's 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 one way of getting uh getting the mandate cleared but i really agree with what uh, Vinita also also said that it needs to also come from the top uh i think a lot of the the the, the sort of the newer things coming i'm working with data science data for data science and a lot of the, the data science that happened earlier on in the bank where sort of people thought that this could be fun or this could be interesting and it's really difficult to scale that uh, unless you get people uh, from 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 uh, from expo level to to actually say okay we, we probably should use a little bit of time and effort on that uh, so you need that in order to get the proper mandate and that's of course difficult to get right uh, because they may be not understanding um, yeah data and data science that much yeah, I definitely agree, and I agree also that it's important to have a clear mandate to understand what the mandate is uh, and uh, uh, what the responsibilities around that, so what they can say. 
Um, also, it's I would say that it's a little bit different depending on the size of the organization, of course. Uh, a big bank with lots of financial regulations, uh, the, this usually grows over time, uh, more and more important. It's important also for smaller businesses as well, of course. Uh, but I definitely agree that it's important to have the mandate and it, to be aligned. And I think one good way to be aligned as well, uh, both to also have a data team strategy sort of, but also as Jonas mentioned, that uh, that should also follow up with training for users to really understand this area, because it is very important with the data management piece um, all over this organization, both on the IT side and the business side. Yeah, and it's uh, talking about mandate. It's it's a tricky area when you work with cross-functional uh, requirements and and, and needs. Uh, so I think one thing that is important uh, is is to try to get some kind of steering and forum in place. Actually, being able to do that top management prioritization. What is most important right here, right now? How where should we spend our time and effort? Because Otherwise, you you risk that you spend the whole team is spending their time on, on on answering questions right here, right now, just supporting all the different stakeholders uh, uh, with with more or less all of the time available and all the capacity available. So then you tend to lose the focus on the long term objectives and the more strategic important questions. So. If you, if you have such a forum in, in place that can actually decide what we should focus on and, and not only from a data and maybe IT perspective, but from a bigger, broader perspective that is aligned across the whole organization, that of course that helps to, to get the most out of the hours we put in into this. But it's easier said than done. Yeah, yeah, it is easier said than done, right? And it's also it's sort of always a balance between as you say, focusing on the short-term wins versus a little bit of the longer term. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the, I think that Jonas Schumacher actually said that a little bit earlier, that that is also one of the uh, the responsibilities of a COE, right? That they sort of have their eye a little bit further down the road than just on, okay, what do we need uh, today or tomorrow or next week? Uh, because if you only focus on that, you'll never ever go to half of the benefit of going to public cloud, for instance, right? No, and you will uh, never be able to scale the solution side. You will never be able to scale, um, and um, and I think that also so the the thing about uh, we talked a little bit about data ownership and 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 as a CUE you also because I think it's if you're a data CUE you are probably not the ones that are creating the data, right? They are being created by the customers or by in our case also the advisors in the bank. Um, so, so how do you actually go out and, 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 and ensure that they understand that they are actually, they are responsible also for the data. Uh, and, uh, I think that's, that's also part of the COE's mandate or role. Uh, and, uh, if, if they don't understand that, I think it's going to be an uphill struggle. So understanding, I, I think we use a lot of times, uh, on, on saying that the data is not an IT thing. It's sort of it's 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 a bank thing and a customer thing, right? Um, and uh, that that's, I think that is extremely important for for a data COE to have that role. Uh, also, in talks about cleaning data and uh, and building up technical depth, uh, or stopping stopping it being built up. 
I think one of the challenges with the mandate, I mean, of course, we can set it up, we can have it uh, aligned with the data strategy or we can, but it's also in terms of how do you measure it, right? I mean, from a center of excellence perspective, because you, you basically are not, I mean, okay, you are aligning with the executions with other business units or other uh, domains as such, but as a center of excellence, the I mean, you're not a delivering unit from that perspective because uh, you're basically holding around uh, the governance and the practices and improving the organizational efficiency and all that stuff, but it's a difficult measure. Uh, that's one of the challenges which I see. I mean, uh, when we look at uh, the center of excellences which we have, that how do we measure them? How do we define any... KPIs around these uh, aspects. Uh, maybe there are good insights which you guys are doing probably in your organizations. But I think, I think that I think that uh, I partially agree. I think that also going back to the maturity, that the CUE could be a delivery organization, right? Especially if you're a very immature, or very small, it may be might be primarily a delivery organization. But I very much agree that if you're a large company like like a bank or an airline or something else, then your problem, the series should probably not be that much of a, a delivery organization, but but focusing on maybe a little bit on the longer term and then having the the, the spokes out in the business units uh, with the help from the CUE focus on the, on the, on the shorter term things. Um, and very much agree that it's difficult to actually measure the value of, of data uh, and, uh, and the work we do. Yeah, we definitely know there is a great value, but it's hard to prove sort of it is um, yeah. and which also comes with responsibility and mandate so it, it is important that the center of excellence has the mandate uh, so not the de different delivery teams can uh, build their own solutions in another way um, they should have clear um, guidelines to follow and a must to follow as well so now it cannot go another direction uh, I, I think that is important as well. Exactly, and that's why I said. I mean, we can the core responsibilities to define is easier, but to like when we say, okay, they should follow the best practices. Uh, they should, I mean, as a center of excellence, we have the governance policies and all that. Said, it's just that when it comes to the whole uh, measurement part of it, then it's a challenge because, okay, how is that really uh, translated into an actual? Uh, value. Uh, that's where I think most of us will have the challenges because we all run on cost frames and investment plannings and all that stuff. And then, then it's always a question that okay, how do we allocate this money and what's the actual funding that's required uh, for a center of excellence? Because how do we see the output of it? But I think in in order for us to actually sh show the value, you need to do some A/B testing, right? I guess that if you uh... Because if you do some commercial uh, data science models, you should do it on two different data sets, right? And see which one is, uh, is is the best, even with the same models. I think that that uh, that's, of course, not something you do. Uh, so so it is. I think for me, it's, I think data is sort of a, a strategic investment you need to take. Uh, and um, because you, you can't measure the value. Of course, I think that if you start going to public cloud, you could start talking about, I think also that you, you said Vinit, but that about costs, uh, the cost of going to uh, Azure or AWS might be cheaper than having a lot of metal in your basement um, and 10,000 people uh, uh, giving it uh, CPR uh, uh, every day, right? I think that that's, um, that that's sort of the cost that you could talk about when talking about data, uh, but the actual value you get out of it, you need to 
because data does not create any value by itself, right? It's first when you activate it, right? And and uh, through uh, machine learning or, or, or something else. Yeah, that's true, and it's uh, it's it's a lot easier, as, as you say, finding KPIs and showing the true value when you when you're involved in in such initiatives uh, more related to creating new algorithms or or predictions or as in our case during the pandemic we have helped out quite a lot you know with working closely with uh, with our pay team providing data so that we can fully automate you know a lot of work related to the the situation that we ended up with uh, so then you can always calculate the number of saved man hours and stuff and then of course yeah. the data is crucial to be able to do that work so then you can actually get an actual value uh, out of the data. But I think the most important thing is to prove your value every day, uh, that, that the data is needed and the data is used uh, all across the company and, 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 and just to run the company and to do any kind of digitalization and, and uh, improvements and efficiency gains, you need data and you need, you need that the data has good quality as well. And I think that the data is always part of a value chain, right? So you could you could measure the probably you could measure a lot of times the value of the value chain, but which part of the value chain actually creates the value, right? Mm. That is where it, it becomes a little bit difficult, and especially as data is so far back uh, in the value chain. Um, so I think that's that's at least something that we have been looking at to the, uh, measure the whole value chain, mm. not just the right, data. Yeah. Like you said, Michael, I mean, I think in your setup, because I think probably it's a bit more advanced in terms of that the COE as such probably is also into the execution. But in many setups which I see and probably where we are also that it is more the evangelizing or the internal advisoring uh, and defining the best practices, holding the competency center. So for the uh, what I meant from the value or the KPI is purely for the COE perspective, right? I mean, because uh, of course, from a data perspective is different, but purely on the COE perspective, then it becomes a challenge. And this is kind of aligned with the mandate because, uh, yeah, it's when we get into those kind of forums and funding discussions, then it's always the question that, okay, yeah, this is all there, but uh, where do we see actually the benefits of having this uh, data COE or any other kind of COEs in that sense? Yeah, and it's also hard to measure data when everything is uh, great <clears throat> and we have a common definition and understanding of data. Uh, it is when there are extraordinary situations happens like the pandemic, then we really understand the value of having data in order and in good shape. Definitely. I think um, on that note, we'll move on to sort of uh, the, ne the next question now as well. Does anyone else have anything to add just before I move on to the next question? Perfect. Well, uh, so the next question is uh, from Nicholas. Um, so how to get buy-in from management as there will be no KPIs? Uh, so Nicholas, if you want to give a bit of background behind this question, then we'll go ahead and jump in. Yes, for sure. And we touched this a bit already as uh, the Center of Excellence uh, is more of a central organization uh, with cross functions to overbridge different divisions then it's hard to put specific and clear KPIs on, on this to measure over time. And uh, in the end, it all comes to the cost, who will actually fund this uh, setup and who will also fund some cross-functional initiatives. Uh, when a new project starts and uh, we say that, okay, this project is great, but you should also add on these 
data management operations or whatever, uh, who will actually do the funding for that as well? Because the division as such are not willing to uh, do the funding as they will not derive the value from that operations. So I, I usually see that as a challenge in, in the final end. It would be interesting to hear the your experience on this. But I think, uh, uh, yeah, I think it is a challenge. I think that that I've seen a lot of data work being done without it actually any focus on on the actual value, right? Uh, and actual KPIs. And I think it's also because a lot of the data is being done sort of foundational, right? So it's not a data that is being done for a specific purpose, but it's data that is being done for a, a specific part of the organization or for the whole organization. And uh, then it becomes a little bit more strategic. Um, so so I, I definitely see the, the, the KPI thing as a, a, a difficult nut not, uh, not to crack. It is, and I think, uh, like we said, I mean, it's all interrelated subjects and topics here. So, because as I said, I mean, uh, the way I see it is that it it has to tie up as an outcome of one of the uh, enterprise level strategies. So in this case, the data strategy of the bank or the data strategy of an organization as such, it has to tie up as an outcome from that, that this to kind of uh, meet the visions uh, that's been defined and outlined on the data strategy that it evolves, that it requires the data COE uh, to kind of govern and also to evangelize all this uh, best practices so that then it can be seen that, okay, how has it been going in terms of uh, putting from a PowerPoint or a presentation or a Word document in strategy to the actual realization of it, because that can be attributed to the KPIs of the data COE as such, and that can also help in securing the funding and the investment. Uh, like you say, Nicholas, no other business unit is going to do this because yeah, they're not going to. They will always uh, prioritize their strategic initiatives rather than specifically funding a data COE. So it has to come tied up with the strategy level uh, to kind of achieve. Uh, one, to measure on the KPIs, second, to also uh, succeed on getting this funding. Yes, as a manager within this field, I think uh, that that's a very crucial thing to secure that you have your own funding and budget available to, to work with those more strategic uh, transformations because uh, you can't rely on the different business initiatives to, to help you out with that uh, all of the time. So of course they, they need to go hand in hand, but but uh, making sure that you can that you have the mandate to 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 run and and, and steer uh, the involvement of your data platforms and cap technical capabilities and, and and data models and and data governance etc cetera, etc. Cetera, it's it's uh, that's very important. But to get that uh, funding and mandate, you 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 need to. We talked about it earlier. You need to deliver value day out and day in as well, you know, right here, right now, you need to have people that can support these short-term questions, the short-term initiatives, the things that are on, on the top of the mind, on, on the sea level uh, members in your organization. Uh, that that will give you the, the funding and, and mandate needed to, to work with the more long-term technical questions as well. But I think also that, that we have talked and I think that's a general mindset of when talking about data is as also the cost perspective, right? It, it costs something to change the data. And and in my book, I don't think that's the right perspective. I have it myself sometimes, but, but maybe often, but 
when you look at the the executive board in Amazon, Google, Facebook, I don't think they see data as a cost thing. They see this as a business growth thing, right? So that that's how they do their business, uh, and they they truly understand the value. Because where they were Google, if they were not in 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 control of that data and your data, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, because that's their whole business model, right? So so uh, I think it's from an organizational point of view, going from data being a cost thing to data being a growth thing. Then it also becomes a little bit not an IT thing, but a group-wide, a business thing, and I think that's that's at least my my take on it, and something that I try to push quite hard. Yeah, I definitely agree, and think that is important, uh, as you say. We should not see data as a cost; uh, we should see that as an opportunity and a gold mine. The data we have and what can we do with that? Definitely agree. I, I think one of the challenges is the more traditional companies and businesses; uh, they are not yet there. Um, Maybe not a way of living, but a different approach, as you say, as to Google and Amazon. And I also think there's no easy solution to this, of course. But uh, one thing would be, I, I think, it's important to have a sponsor on the top level, C-level yeah. uh, management or, or higher. Uh, yeah, and as you say, have a central uh, or your own uh, budget and um, so on. Yeah, exactly. Because I think... It's it's an evolution in terms of being towards a data-driven decision making. Uh, that's not something which comes, I think, naturally, and especially for legacy organizations, that's a bit of a transformation to reach there. Uh, it's it's much probably much easier with newer organizations, but with legacy organizations, it's it's a journey. Uh, I, I'm sure everybody is looking at it. I'm, I'm sure everybody is targeting it, but I think it's it's also a journey to reach there. And I think that's also why it's pretty important to have a, yeah, a chief data officer or something like that in the in the organization that really speaks and has some sort of of power in the organization, uh, focusing on data. Uh, I think if you reach a, a, a certain size, I think that is that is an important role. Yes, agree, and also brings up uh, good initiatives and uh, always shows the value uh, that some teams already created. Because one of the good things which happened uh, within Swedbank this year has been the focus to drive out and get data strategy out for the bank. Uh, and this has been driven from the board level. And I think that's been very good initiative uh, to push this forward because that's going to, once it comes from such higher level up, then it's going to trickle down to the organization to strive and imp uh, talk about the importance of uh, why we should have data-driven decision-making across the organization. Uh, so I think that's been a very good uh, initiative that's been run, at least with Swift Bank Web. Jonas, did you have something uh, more to add to that? <laughs> no, I was just thinking here about uh, it's it's easy now when we're or not that easy now to you know separate what we're currently doing within my own organization, what we uh, what we plan to do, and and. Uh, my personal reflections from my 20 years within this industry. So I, I have a lot of thoughts in my mind right now, but I can only agree with what has been said here. It's uh, yeah, interesting definitely. discussions. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, and we've touched on, on this last question um, a little bit already. Does anyone else have anything else to add to that just before I, I move on? 
Perfect. So the last question um, is uh, Venice question. It's what are the what are the challenges that other organisations see when building a centre of excellence? Uh, so Venice, if you'd like to give a bit of background behind this question, and then we'll just jump straight in. Yeah, I think the background has been set. I think we've been talking about this over the last uh, 45 minutes or so because uh, it's it's in concept, it's really good uh, in terms of reality. And that's the challenge which we face because in most of the constellations, maybe it's different in your organizations, we have the center of excellence as a virtual entity. There are people with their like and their primary job and then they're also supporting the center of excellences that's how the constellations look which is a bit of a challenge uh, to run this because uh, that's when it's not your primary function and there's only one or two people who actually have this as their primary function then it, the effectiveness of it kind of reduces uh, because it's a different model then we spoke about the hub and spoke. That's a very effective way because uh, a small unit of four or five people cannot drive enterprises at this level. But yeah, uh, these are challenges. I think the staffing of the center of excellence, the mandate part, at least these are the ones which I've always seen, but maybe there are others. So how have you probably overcome this uh, in your organizations? So overcoming what specific, I, I missed that. No, in terms of the challenges, in terms of like, I mean, let's say uh, because in, our, in most of the cases which I hear, it's more of a virtual entity uh, where, as I said, it's not that they, everybody who's there part of the center of excellence is probably having some kind of primary responsibility. Then they're also part of the center of excellence, supporting it and defining this governance and practice and all that. Uh, in terms of staffing the center of excellence, because that's where the whole expertise lies, right? So it's not that straightforward. So these are some of the challenges. So how have you been able to overcome that uh, part of your uh, journey in this? I think for for us, we have we have multiple the COEs focusing on different aspects of the data, uh, both in terms of the I think the hardware and all that. Uh, and uh, I we have I'm a specific. Uh, Center of Excellence focusing on on data for data science as we want to uh, mature and uh, and really accelerate that uh, that whole value chain. Um, and then we have uh, we have a chief data officer in, in the bank, and he has his whole team focusing on the governance and all these different things. Um, so we have actually split it out a little bit with different uh, different uh, mandates. And from that perspective, do you see? a bit of a challenge in terms of uh, because it's kind of overlapping right in this different uh, coes which you just talked about they are kind of interdependent in that sense so do you see a challenge in terms of the handovers or something uh, or how do you I, th I think that uh, we are very very close to each other in the organization so so it helps quite a lot because we need to talk to each other but i think it uh, so if you have people in the positions with the with the, which are really good at collaborating and uh, and really want to talk, then I think it's a good idea. Uh, so I think we have a really good setup. But of course, there are always something that comes up. I say, okay, who's doing that actually? Uh, and then we have a talk about it. Because I think that that no matter how you do it, no matter how you slice and dice the organization, there'll be challenges and there'll be something that'll be misunderstanding. So I think for me, it's important that we actually have a really good relationship around the data, uh, data area, if you call it that. So everybody knows each other, and everybody talks, and, and and you solve the the problems that comes up together. 
uh, and discuss maybe some some in in some French mandate that might not be uh, have been agreed in the in the big uh, bigger picture. Yeah, I agree, and I think communication, as you actually say, is very important uh, both within the CUEs and also externally to the different delivery teams uh, and the management, of course, as well. Uh, and of course, we, there must be a common view or a vision on what you want to strive to. Uh, but even though that we have the common view, it's hard to live as you learn uh, due to some challenges that I mentioned about the cost perspective, etc., how we slice and dice the organization, of course. And I think it's also important that the center of excellence evolves over time as things changes over time and um, um, yeah, both technology and data and the way that you act. So you have to adopt to the evolution of the organization as well. I think that's a really good point because I think that yeah, you see the technology is changing. You need to adopt to that. Regulation is changing. We can see GDPR probably affected a few data teams here and there in Europe. Uh, and that's a, that's a lot of things that are happening all the time. And the requests are higher all the time. So definitely, uh, you need to be really adapting to, yeah, to new things all the time. Maybe it's a bit late mentioning that uh, that we don't really use the term center of excellence uh, where I work today, but uh, we, we have a central team working with data and analytics, and then we have a, another team working more with AI-related questions and uh, where we have data scientists, etc. But then, of course, we're working in a more distributed way of working where we have, you know, different analytical teams and functions out in the different business units uh, where we have uh, analysts and, and uh, uh, data scientists as well. So it's, of course, a kind of a uh, distributed model that, that we have. And but one thing that I believe is important and one thing that I believe most companies are struggling with with such a distributed model is, you know, how where to build the capacity and, and where to have the knowledge and, and skills, because it's it's very important that you keep the balance in between the delivery part of the organization and, and the technical, more skilled part of the organization and and, and the different uh, analyst teams and the, uh, and, and the teams with uh, data scientists, et cetera, et cetera. So you find the balance in between because otherwise we will for sure, one of the teams and, and most of the time, the more IT related team will become that bottleneck and, and yes. that's not where you want to be. That's the, the, the last place you want to. I, very, I, can, I can recognize that definitely. Yeah. Uh, and I think there are probably a lot of different opinions on that around the bank, uh, around mm -hmm. the organization. Uh, so, um, yeah. No, exactly, Definitely. because like Jonas, you mentioned, we are also onboarding this journey. So probably we aren't there yet. And that's why I put this question that, I mean, how do you like staff up this center of excellence, right? Because we have a distributed team and then mm -hmm. the center of excellence kind of comprises around the subject matter experts and they're not available uh, as on demand in that sense. So then it's always a challenge in terms of staffing them up uh, because it's more a virtual entity uh, because again, it's uh, different teams or people from different teams kind of uh, joining along uh, or from different centers in that sense, joining along to build this uh, competency center in that sense. Yeah, and uh, if you don't find the balance and, and uh... One thing that uh, that I have experienced is then you for sure risk that you start to build 
new data silos out in the organization. Yeah. And then you kind of fail with that uh, that role that you need to to look at the synergies and you need to, to look at the bigger picture and you need to be in control of the data and, and, and all of those aspects as well within the governance uh, centralized becomes impossible, team. Right? Yeah. yeah, and the governance will become pretty impossible. So it's a, it's a good, it's a dif difficult balance act uh, that you have to play. But a very important um, organization in the company, a very central and important role. So must not um, forget that. But but yeah, basically, right? Data will be the foundation for every decision taken in the organization. It should be at least, right? So. Um, and it is if, no no matter what it is always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the quality of data, <laughs> that's also important in the better off of the decision making because exactly. that's that was uh, exactly my point. Yeah. This sounds both a bit uh, fun and scary at the same time. Yeah. And an interesting place to be. Yep. Very much. Never a dull mo moment in data, it seems. 